What do you mean, Phil's not here? He's been gone for... How long has he been gone? Who's gonna... Oh! From approximately coast to coast, long time no see, this is the Incomparable Radio Theater! Some people find comfort in them, companionship, release even, yet others, nothing but fear. Of course, I'm talking about dolls. Some are more lifelike than others, but all share a certain glassiness about the eyes, a soulless stare that bores into the solar plexus, maybe sets your teeth on edge, even your psyche. Some people don't notice because, hey, they're just dolls. But you're not one of those people, are you? I didn't think so. I'm David J. Lore, and this is Mankey. It was a crisp October day in Stark, New Hampshire, 1965, if I'm not mistaken. A young couple was on vacation from New York, Manhattan, the big city, looking for autumn in New England, the real autumn leaves changing, bonfires, homemade pumpkin pie, the works. At least, that was the husband's idea. He was quite happily married. Nora, are you serious? This is why we came up here? Yes, this is the place. This is kind of the middle of nowhere. The whole town's the middle of nowhere, Henry. But this is the place Judy was telling me about. You remember Judy and Bill. Yes, yes, I remember Judy and or Bill. Come on. But a doll museum? Really? A doll house, Henry. Read the signs. (laughs) This is just weird. Every time I want to do something... Fine. 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 As it turned out, the wife was not so happily married. Hello? Hello? Welcome. Welcome to Miss Emily's dollhouse. Have you come to visit the dolls? (laughs) Good grief. Henry, behave yourself. Yes, I would love to visit with them. Come right this way, young lady. Aren't you going to join us, young man? I think I'll be fine out here, thanks. Henry. It's all right. The dolls are not for everyone. Make yourself comfortable. The tour does take a little while. (laughs) Great. Henry. I mean, great. If you don't mind me asking, how did you hear about our little dollhouse? Oh, a friend of mine came up here with her husband a while back, and she told me I just had to come up. Thanks a lot, Judy. Dollhouse. Kind of vacation. No wonder Bill left you. Dolls. Give me a break. Bluff and bluster, nothing more. It did not take long... And it did not take much for the young man to start feeling uneasy, sitting alone in the near silence. He started to hear things that weren't there. Hello? Who's there? Who's there? Or were they? All right, this is crazy. Or was it? This can't be happening. Or can't it? Now cut that out! I'm not doing anything. They are. Nora? Hang on, wait up! 
This room was dimly lit. There were no windows. Well, there were, but they were blocked, completely covered over. Because the room was filled with dolls. What the? Floor to ceiling, wall to wall, nothing but dolls. Large dolls, small dolls, vinyl ones, composition, porcelain, china heads, dried apple heads, life-sized miniature, every size in between. Sitting, standing, resting in cradles, carriages, seated at tables in make-believe tea parties, card games, standing at attention, staring into space, staring into nothing, staring into the young man's soul. Nora? Where are you? And then he began to hear it. A low, whispering sound at the edge of his consciousness. One, then more, growing louder, like voices that could not possibly have been there. Voices from the past. Who's there? Nora? Is that you? Have you ever stood in a room filled with dolls? No, I, I don't suppose so. Not like this. Not with that many. There had to have been hundreds of them, maybe more. And all of them looking, watching, standing sentry in the silence, waiting for someone to look at them, waiting for someone to hear them. Excuse me? Henry? Ah! Are you all right? You look like you've seen a ghost. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> all that whispering. What? The whispering and the running around. Just trying to spook me, right? What in heaven's name are you talking about? We've been walking through the house, looking at the dolls. Perhaps you just heard our footsteps. Sometimes the floorboards echo and creak as people walk through the house. Sure. Sure, maybe maybe that was it. That wasn't it. Let's get out of here, Nora. What do we owe you for the tour, ma'am? Oh, that? Not a penny. It's my pleasure. I'm just happy when my friends have visitors. That night... As his wife lay sleeping in the homey little bed and breakfast not five miles away, the husband lay awake. It was a soft mattress, not the best, but his wife slept soundly, maybe better than she had ever slept before, at least since they had been married. But he could not seem to find sleep himself. Nora? <laughs> Nora, I, I can't sleep. So take a pill. I did. Then take a drink. Did that too. Have another. Eventually you'll get there. Did you... Did you find that doll place a little weird? It was fine, Henry. It was just a bunch of dolls. Did you... Did you hear anything weird while we were there? Just when you screamed. Now let me sleep. Fine. Sleep. See if I care. Go to New England, it's pretty up there. Judy and Bill and blah, blah, blah. Too damn quiet up here is what it is. Can't hear myself think without... Save me. <laughs> Very funny, Nora. Save me. Too damned quiet up there. And maybe not quiet enough.
Later that night, or far too early the next morning, having given up on the idea of sleep, the husband returned to the dollhouse alone. Hello? I'm, uh, I'm here to... This is ridiculous. Whoever you are, I'm here. Who's there? I'm here, yes. Where are you? I, I can't see you. Where are you? Why, bless my soul, young man. Such excitement so late at night. Uh, I, I, I can explain. This isn't what it looks like. I, I didn't mean to wake you. It's all right. You didn't wake me. That was my little friend here. Who? One of my newest friends here. He woke me up when your car pulled up. What's that, Bill? Safe. I, I, I'm sorry. This is this is all a mistake. Wait. Did you say Bill? He's a recent addition. And don't you worry. I've been expecting you all night. The next morning... Unable to find her husband or their car, the wife hired the only taxicab in the county to take her out to Miss Emily's. The car was still there, still with the keys inside. And keep the change. Miss Emily? Why, young lady, you've returned. I see our car is here. I don't suppose... Why, I have added to my collection since you were here last. You must come see. I'm... I'm not sure. It's a boy. He's been playing dress-up, don't you know? Pretending to be like his father, perhaps. Well, look at that. Look at those eyes. How much do I owe you? For the tour? Like I said, not a penny, young lady. Save me. No, for the magic. Oh, that? Don't be silly. The new addition to my collection is more than enough, just as we discussed yesterday afternoon. I'll have to thank Judy for the recommendation when I get home. Some people find comfort in them, companionship, even release. This episode of Mankey, Villa of the Dolls, was made possible by our sponsors. Spare Squace. Are you like me? Do you need a Scotiamore Squace? Spare Squace. All the squace you need with room to spare. And Scarespace, the immersive theater escape room experience you'll never want to leave if you can even get out in the first place. Scarespace. And finally, Squarespace, the name you've come to trust for all your baseball field dressing needs. They've got bags in all shapes and sizes as long as they're square. You're safe with Squarespace. I'm David J. Lore, and this was Mankey. Attention, n'entrez pas dans le parc en chien. Vous le regretterez. Mais ça va, ça va. Tout va bien. Il n'y a plus de chien.
Bienvenue à Valais de Nuit. Bonsoir, mes enfants. Je m'appelle Cécile. Et voici les annonces de la communauté. Perhaps I shall switch to English for the sake of our visitors. At least the human ones, n'est-ce pas? Oui, oui. <laughs> I am coming to you live from a small room in the radio station. Although it is somehow not a booth, there is no microphone. Sometimes a newscast is not just a newscast. But the room, she is very small nonetheless. In any case, here is all the news you need, but none of what you want. It has been several weeks since the dogs vanished from town. No one has been able to ascertain. That is a wonderful word, ascertain, no? No one has been able to ascertain whether this mass disappearance has occurred elsewhere or has only been confined to the immediate here. As for the sudden appearance of... All the tumbleweeds, authorities are not willing to say whether the two events are linked. But you and me, we know better, don't we, chérie? The tumbleweed colors, they are a dead giveaway, if you ask me. Note, do not feed the tumbleweeds. On a lighter note, the one-way cafe will be closed indefinitely after a two-car, one sarcophagus accident damaged the entrance and portions of the kitchen area. Said Sheriff Tolbert, these things are common around museums of ancient history. Nothing to see here. Very true, as there is no museum of ancient history nearby. Only the ever-present now stretching ceaselessly into the later. The Bordeaux scouts are happy to announce this year's harvest has come in. There will be wine for everyone. When they come to your door, please welcome them in. Donate freely and enjoy the wine. It's been a good year. Don't mind them if they rifle through your things. They mean no harm. They are just curious, as are the spider creatures. Pay them no heed, only donations. If you're wondering about the large industrial truck parked at the intersection of State and Main, our guest tonight is here to tell us about it. Welcome to the show, Professor Vito Dufy. <laughs> None taken. Professor, you're not from around these parts. No, no, that's true. This part of the country is... Drier than I'm used to. What brings you to our neck of the woods? As a long-time listener, first-time visitor, I've been enchanted by hearing tell of Valet de Nuit, and I've just had to come see for myself. It says here you're a marine biologist and deranged philanthropist. Perhaps that would explain the truck. <laughs> You've got me. You and your gotcha questions. It's true. This isn't just a vacation. Although I must say, I have loved every minute I've been here. But the track, Professor. Oh, gotcha. Yes, I'm on a quest. I'm looking for something. Uh, someone. Aren't we all, Professor? 
are not we all? Touché. But I'm looking for a very particular someone. Someone with an unusual ability. Oh my, well, depending, you've come to the right place. Indeed. Someone you'd never expect in a small, out-of-the-way, desert town like this. Do tell. Have you ever heard tell of the lost continent of Atlantis? Once or twice, yes. What if I told you there were still creatures, beings, who had evolved there deep under the sea, able to breathe underwater, dive to great depths, and swim faster than mere surface dwellers? All things considered, I would not be surprised. And what if I told you that they had developed the ability to walk on land and breathe like before, hiding among us? I'm hooked, go on. I believe that one of these men is here at Valet de Nuit, hiding in plain sight, perhaps. I would like to meet that man. But do you need a large truck like that just to make a new friend? <laughs> you got me again. You're very good at this. Mama didn't raise no fool now, they say. <laughs> yes, it's true. I'd like to do more than meet this Atlantean. Why, Professor Dufy, that's awfully forward of you. None taken. I just want to understand his abilities. I'd like to know what makes him strong, what makes him weak, how his organs are aligned. I want to see the webbing of his hands, his feet, how they work. What makes you think there's webbing? How else could they swim so far, so fast, so hard? Fair point. I want to know what makes him tick. What would make him stop ticking? My God, Professor, that's... that's... Uh... Oh, fear not, my good man. I don't waste treasures that come to me from the sea. Oh, no. But I do want to study them closely, to see if they're replicable. This certainly has taken a turn. That's why I brought the traveling Aqualab with me. You never know when you'll need a fully outfitted laboratory on the road. Of course, and on that note. That's all the time we have, Professor. Thank you for speaking with us. Why, Cecil, you wouldn't happen to know where I could find this merman, as it were. I'm sure I don't know. It wouldn't be you, perchance. And now they were there.
you should find yourself in a downpour of ennui, let a smile be your parapluie. That is French for mask to conceal your innermost fears of inadequacy and rich buttery food. Several local eateries will be closed this week as famed chef-like personality Guy Flambeau comes to town to feature them on his program Boulangerie, Bistro et Buffet. Check signs in shop windows or portents in the penny saver for closures. Uh, what is it in town, Guillaume? Ah, thank you. Aren't you a tall drink of fresh air? <laughs> this just in from the sheriff's office. The sarcophagus involved in the one-way cafe incident has cracked open, releasing an ancient curse and possibly a reanimated mummified corpse. If you have any information on the whereabouts of this mummy, please call 502-555-Phoenix-Onk-Sun-God-Sun-God. What do you want? Are you the mummy? Cecil, I know you're in there. Professor, what are you doing here? I just want to know more about where you come from, how you tick. Ladies and gentlemen, please excuse the interruption. You're a survivor, Cecil. Just like me. Survival isn't just a reward for the fittest. It's our obligation. Tonight's bingo meet at the armory will begin at 8 p.m. sharp, not 7.30, due to the mysterious lights. We can adapt the others to live underwater. The others? And finally, a message from the Galois cloud. All hail the mighty hit of nicotine and laissez-faire je ne sais quality. Always remember and never forget. It is always darkest just before they turn on the lights. Or when your soul flees your body as its functions start to wind down. Thank you for such wisdom, Galois Clan. So round, so firm, so fully stacked. We are but inconsequential wisps of smoke and mirror before your almighty goodness. That's the news from Valet de Nuit. What are all these tumbleweeds doing here? Where the women are strong. Down! Down, I say! The men are peacefully coexisting. And the children are above the chasm, hovering at the moment. Thank you for asking. Let me in! Cecil, please let me in! So many tumbleweeds! Hey, where's Chip? He was just here. All right. You've been listening to the Incomparable Radio Theater, featuring Erica Ensign, Steve Lutz, Kathy Campbell, Moises Chuyan, Travis Bedard, and a guest, Chip Sutter. Written and directed by David J. Lohr, with music by Christopher Breen, and a weather report by Ian McKinnon. Boy, first Phil, now Chip. This is no way to run a railroad. David! <laughs>